0: Hello, welcome to my roundup of September 2020's PS Plus and the games this month were Street Fighter V and PUBG. Let's start with Street Fighter V. It's developed by Capcom and Dimps. It takes up 32.1 gigabytes and there is also a free DLC, a free story DLC on the PS Store and that takes up 8 gigs so it's 40 in total but don't forget to go and get that if you're interested. I'm assuming that it's free always because it didn't have PS Plus written on the page but it's worth checking out. So Street Fighter is a fighting game, 1v1, old school style. I don't have a lot of experience with fighting games. As I mentioned in the video I used to have Tekken 2 as a kid but I didn't really play it properly Other than that, I've dabbled in Smash. That's it. It's not really a genre that excites me. It's not something that makes me want to get good at it. So my opinion might not mean that much. But I'll share what I thought anyway, just as a PS Plus game. Even though this isn't my genre, I was glad to have something a little bit different. And even within this game, there's a lot of variety in it. So there's a lot of different game modes. You have your single player fighting against the computer type matches and you also have the online matches at varying degrees of difficulty slash seriousness if that makes sense you've got your casual games and then um, they've got like all tournaments and stuff there's like the arcade mode there's the story modes even within the story mode there's different types of story modes so you've got the story mode for different characters and then you've got an overall main story mode. In the arcade mode there are modes for all the previous Street Fighter games is what I'm guessing. There was like Street Fighter 1, Street Fighter 2 and each of them had a different amount of matches that you could go through and you know you choose your fighter, you fight against the computer and try and get to the end I guess. There is just a lot, there's a lot of different options that means that There should be something for someone, even if you don't want to fight competitively online. There's a whole host of other things you can do, and vice versa. I quite like the controls. They were pretty simple to pick up, so... Like, there was two buttons for a low attack, two buttons for medium, two buttons for high. One of them was more powerful than the other. Um, You just use your stick to move your character up, down, crouch, jump, back. Your blocking was done by your movement, not by a button... And then I'm pretty sure there was like combos that you could probably do if you learned them. But it never told you about the combos. And you don't, it's maybe something that you'll pick up as you go. Or have to learn about yourself. If you, if you want to get good, if you're that way inclined. For me, it was enough to just try out some of the different rounds. Have a match online and then say, yeah, this is not for me. But I can appreciate that it is for other people. There are points that you can build up. To enter different tournaments and stuff. It feels like it's a very active. I was going to say community. But that's not the right word. Like it's a very active online game. There's always something new. They were heavily advertising their own stuff during the game. uh, Which I think was a tournament. That's going to be on Twitch. Every loading screen was that. And it kind of messed with the flow of the game a little bit for me. And it was so bold and in your face. I didn't really like that. other than that, I didn't really find a lot to not like. Everything was fine, you know what I mean? The characters were interesting. It's not really made for me, so I can't say it too well. There was a good variety. I'm sure the more characters you unlock, that you'll get different fighting skills as well. You could already choose some skills, but I just didn't understand what I was choosing between. I only did a casual match as well, so I don't know what it's like doing a proper match. But then also... I'm guessing that you can create your own tournaments as well with your friends, like an online multiplayer that way so you're not just fighting against randoms. I shouldn't say that as fact because I'm not totally sure but I'm fairly sure that that would be a feature. And as you go through the arcade sections, it increases in difficulty. You can choose your difficulty as well, like your base difficulty, as well as how many rounds you would want to do in your run through so I was doing three rounds and but you could change that so there's plenty of options for flexibility and that's especially good if you just want to go through the story stuff and you're not that bothered about getting good because you can just set it on easy and then like fight your way through it that way there's some little bits of customation option options like choosing costumes and colors and stuff but not a great lot but enough you know overall I just like I did like the way it felt it felt smooth it felt the only thing I didn't like was the the jump the way that if you press up then it was jump which is probably totally standard for these types of games I'm not sure But for me, I just found my thumb felt a bit awkward when I'm trying to like, I don't know, move around a bit, which makes no sense. (laughs) I've just realised as I'm saying this, just felt, I think it's just because I'm used to pressing X to jump. (laughs) And then um, just, I can't complain. That's, that's my nitpick, you know, It, it was fine. It's a fighting game and I thought it was a good PS Plus game, to be honest, something a bit different. The second game is Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, also known as PUBG. It is developed by PUBG Corporation. It is 39.3 gigabytes. It also downloads a public test server, which is also 38.9 gigabytes. So it makes it a big download. I don't know if you can cancel the public test server because for my purpose, I, I didn't want that. I just wanted the main game so I could just try it out. But yeah, I was forced to download both. Which was a little bit annoying but I just deleted it and it was fine. Everything works fine and I got my storage space back so PUBG. In case you don't know it is a Battle Royale fight to the death. Um, I think you start with 100 players and from my experience it's the one that kind of started it all. Maybe not that. It was the first one that I remember that blew up. The difference with this one though, I don't think it was ever free. Whereas then Fortnite came along, that was free, that blew up. PUBG, as far as I remember, you always had to pay to buy it. Um, it has crossplay, so even if you're on console, you're never gonna struggle to find a match. Although, like I said in my video, I don't know if that's an advantage playing on a PC compared to a PS4. I'm not entirely sure. So as for the game itself, this is all coming from someone that is not good at games, okay? I don't want to trash a game and I'm not going to trash a game. Don't take any of my negatives as trash because I don't mean to do that. I'm just making some observations and I'm probably going to sound like an idiot because I'm the one that's making the mistakes. So, my first complaint <laughs> it's not a comp, it's kind of a complaint. I've just found it hard. To know what to do they had the buttons right come up on the screen telling you what to do but it just all felt so unintuitive and so confusing and the fact that you're in a live game online with lots of different people all trying to kill you it's a lot of pressure to try and learn when you jump straight in and the default setting was squads I have no idea why the default setting was squads but my poor team, I didn't realise at the time how important it is, like, when you're in a squad so I just totally ditched them like I was an absolute shit squad mate and it would never have happened if the game was set up a little bit differently so what I mean by that is there is actually a training mode where you go online with other people again but you can't die and there is, like, a firing range grenade pits, race track all different things to help you understand how the controls work and practice and you can shoot people and it'll like let you know you've hit them because blood will squirt out of them but they won't die so you've got a lot of practice and I found it quite funny you can mess around and um, it was a pretty funny time so why on earth when you boot the game up for the first time it doesn't show you that I had to kind of dig a little bit further into the menu to find that and I feel like when you boot this game up for the first time maybe it should say would you like to go to our training grounds and then I would have pressed yes and then I would have gone into that and then when you play your first game maybe it could say it could give you a list instead of you having to physically go in and change it to solo rather than squads because simple little changes like that are the things that annoy me the most and it would just make it such a less frustrating smoother experience and that's the difference to me between a game that's all right and a game that's great and this was all right you know so other than the controls I also had some other difficulties like it just wasn't explained for example how to do things like load your freaking gun like (laughs) so there are Obviously loads of different types of guns, many, many types of guns. You only have limited inventory slots and they're very easy to accidentally fill up. So I would pick up some ammo, pick up a gun, it's the wrong ammo. I don't know what ammo goes in what gun. I don't know the names of guns, you know. I don't know. There's plenty of um, modifications for your guns as well, which I think I know a little bit more about them than I do about actual types of guns. And it just made it a lot harder. I spent about 10 minutes trying to load a gun because I couldn't find the right ammo that went in this gun and this was in the training mode. All I want to do was load my gun and fire it you know what I mean and it just felt I understand if they're going for realism you need different types of ammo for different guns of course you do but in this situation I was just fed up to be honest I was like this is too much hassle for me, uh, I'm not that bothered about realism, I just want to play a game, so if you are into realism, this game might be for you, because you have to pick up the right bullets to go in the right gun, uh, specifically the right bullets though, Like I don't mind it, obviously you have to do that in other games as well, I'm playing Uncharted at the moment, and yeah, like you pick up the right ammo, but it kind of tells you, as you hover over it, it won't... Really let you pick up ammo that you don't have a gun for. So yeah, that was kind of my frustrations with the game. On a positive note though, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be a buggy mess. I thought that I was going to get disconnected. I thought I wouldn't be able to get a game. I thought it was going to break on me. And it didn't. It was totally fine. I um, I got on that plane. I jumped out with my parachute I found a castle, I had a great time, I was, you know, I was going around finding everything I need, and then I found some people to fight with, and I'm actually pretty happy with how the video went, I'm not, I think it's a bad video, but I went from, you could see how terrible I was at this game at the start, and then, what did I go and do? I killed two people, amazing, I was so proud of myself. And that's why I can see why people like this kind of game. I think the gameplay loop for me, I'm not so keen on. I feel like the matches are quite long and uh, you do a whole lot of nothing to do a half a minute of something, you know? Well, at least in my case, you know, it took me a long time to even find anyone, to even see anyone. I thought there was going to be people everywhere and it's like I always get a bit stressed and I find it quite scary in these games because you don't know where the other people are but I actually struggle to find anyone for a good while now obviously the map shrinks and that serves the purpose of bringing everyone closer together and forcing the fights which is fine but then I go back to my complaints where I'm like I didn't understand understand exactly how that worked (laughs) so my first game was an absolute write-off because I didn't understand that Although I was in a circle, there was another circle that I needed to get to. (laughs) And then I just ended up dying because I couldn't get to it in time. And it's just little things at the beginning where they could say, this map is going to show a circle. Get in that circle. And rinse and repeat. That's how easy it would be to prevent these annoying little mistakes. And... People may not agree with me because they might be like, well, figure it out for yourself. But I don't have time, man. There's so many games to play and not enough time in life, you know. And I don't have the patience to... I need to be be told what to do and then I can just do it and enjoy it. As a contrast, there is a new free game called Spellbreak on the PS Store and I had a go of that the same day that I played PUBG. And it was so clear. There was a little tutorial... It is a battle royale but instead of guns it is like magic and powers and I'm not usually into magic but I preferred that 100% more than I preferred PUBG because it was clear, I knew exactly what I was doing, the buttons felt natural and it was just better. <laughs> For me it was a better, more accessible experience and that's the difference. So that's kind of my analysis of PUBG. Um, you know it looks okay. I love the fact that you can customise your character, I think that's massive, as opposed to other battle royale games. I like that you can choose first person or third person, it's a really good thing to include because I don't like first person at all, that would put me off, but then there's probably other people that will only play it in first person. And that means everyone can still play together, which is fab. It just felt too finicky for me, that's what I'm gonna say, finicky is the correct word. So overall for September, I mean, I asked for variety. <laughs> I think that we got that. Um, I was a little bit surprised at PUBG and I did wonder, like, is it a coincidence that we got two Battle Royale, in quotation marks, um, games in a row? Because it's like, I wonder how far in advance they decide the PS Plus games. Because I often wonder if they saw the success that Fall Guys had and thought, now's our chance type of thing, but in my opinion, I think they could have at least given it a few months between the Bottle Royales, because at this point, I am still all in on Fall Guys, (laughs) and then next month is going to be season 2 of Fall Guys, and I just feel like maybe they should have given a little bit more time, because they can't expect everyone to then just migrate over. I do understand, however, that it may be a different target audience, and that works out well, because I'm probably would never have gotten into PUBG anyway and I did get into Fall Guys so it doesn't make that much of a difference but it's just kind of like the previous months as well where we've been getting first person shooters and we've been getting third person shooters and third person action adventure type games in a row and I think there's so many different genres they really should shuffle it about a little bit more in my opinion so as far as Looking for more variety in the future. What would make me happy for uh, October? Well, I'm going to guess maybe we could get a horror game in October. With it being, um, you know, Halloween coming up. And I would also, personally, really like to see an open world game. We haven't had one for a while. And there are quite a lot of them, you know. And I just feel like that would be something a little bit different. So I'm finally recording this in time that i can do predictions so my predictions for october i kind of want to say man of medan that came out a little while ago now and because it's part of the dark pictures anthology if i've said that right and the new one is coming out around halloween i feel like it would make sense to give us man of medan to get us prepared for a little hope whether that happens or not is another question but it makes sense to me And then for a second game, I would love to see something like, I think I've said it before as a prediction, I'd like Shadow of Mordor, even Shadow of War, I don't care which one. I haven't played either of those games and I really want to and I won't buy them because (laughs) I'm sure it's going to be a PS Plus game someday, like sometime, some month, some year, you know, it's coming, I feel it in my bones. And I feel like... I'm sure I've heard there's a lot of the Rings uh, TV show on the horizon. Maybe it's not going to be next month. But one month, I think Shadow of War or Mordor. I don't mind which one because I haven't played either. Or a little sneaky extra prediction in there. Watch Dogs or Watch Dogs 2. I think maybe they've already given Watch Dogs before. But I wasn't part of P- PS Plus at the time. But even Watch Dogs 2. One of those types of games makes a lot of sense to me because we haven't had one for a while. And with that, I think I've said everything I've got to say about September's PS Plus. I'm glad to be back on schedule and not knowing what is coming next month. I'll be excited to find out. If you enjoyed listening or watching, please do let me know. It's always nice to know what people like and what people don't like. And it's really helpful to me so that I know what to focus on. I've been playing around with the length of these and stuff to try and keep it interesting and say everything that I've got to say without going on for too long so any feedback is always greatly appreciated uh, you can obviously find this on YouTube or on different podcast services you can also contact me via Instagram and Twitter and my website www.control.noob.com so you can find me there and all of the other stuff that I do so if you are curious please do check that out and let me know any feedback that you've got. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in October. Bye!